Welcome to Bonehead Weekly. Merry flipping Christmas. This is going to come out on Christmas Eve, Christmas guys. Eve. Yeah. What the hell is up with that? This is our Christmas gift to you all, to you, the listeners. Oh, I do want to give a shout out. I don't know if you guys have seen this or not, but Barbara, Barb, she's a friend I made and she's from the Minnesota. Actually, she's from Wisconsin, I think, but I just wanted to be an asshole. And she has been sharing our stuff. If you guys follow Scarefest, she runs the Scarefest fans page. I don't know if you're aware of this. Have either one of you paid attention to this? And nope. she's been blowing up Bonehead on it. No, I oh, had no that's idea. Very nice. That's very nice. Yeah, it really is. It really is. We just met this past October, hit it off, and she's been really supportive, and I really appreciate that. I know I've given her a good shout out on some of this Bonehead on the Bonehead Week. Uh, Jesus, Scarefest review. Uh, I do weekly for Scarefest television, but I appreciate that she runs the fan site for Scarefest, and it's nice that she's been truly showing us more attention than anything else on that. So <laughs> thank you so much. I know she's been going back, watching past episodes, sending me things that she likes, and actually she thinks we're funny. So she's got shitty taste. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no accounting for taste. What can you no do? accounting what can you... for taste. I mean, no accounting. I'm assuming none of it involved me maybe just I, she just enjoys our show. She says uh, that actually, uh, she get the compliment I got the other day was that we're way better than our numbers. <laughs> she didn't say, oddly, she didn't oddly. say that. She just said what she said was, and I'm loosely quoting, loosely quoting was that we're much better than some of the people who are more popular. <laughs> oddly enough, my doctor says the same things about my numbers. I need yeah. to see a better doctor. You probably should. Is that the Diet Mountain Dew you stole from my house? You mean the one that said, will you take that out of my house? I don't drink that crap. Get that crap out of my house. That one? Yes, it is. Yeah. Well, you know, though, we noticed, we were talking about this. We had, The Boneheads, so uh, Recap, had a, our annual shopping trip together that we've done for years now tonight. And we we're, we're glad that we got to do it. Hung out. I had a really good time. That being said, uh, my computer just started doing this weird thing with Adobe that's just going circles and circles and circles around right now. But anyway... She was telling, we were talking about how our YouTube numbers are up, and she says she enjoys watching us on YouTube. So I'm curious why. Yeah. Yeah, and if you're watching us on YouTube, put in the comments what you think. Yeah. Why do you prefer to watch us on YouTube? Than our, because for years, our audio numbers were the best, and now it's YouTube, and I don't know why. I Do they have a crush on Chad? If so, please comment. That is highly unlikely. Do they want to crush Chad? Like, with a stone or with a car, right? Maybe a forklift. James wins the lottery. Uh, Chad <laughs> wins the lottery. James, which lottery is Chad winning? Shirley Jackson's, Jackson's the lottery. The lottery. lottery. That's right. We're going to stop Chad and not I, in a good way. And I know we're doing a Christmas episode, but I yeah. do want to say, and I, I I don't mean to move us along, but uh, uh, you know, we're doing a Christmas episode. Chad has to go be a dad, but. <laughs> Hold on, let me make this terrible. No, he has to go be a daddy. It's a certain website that he does. It's best. Oh, is this the one where he sits in cake? Um, and wears a and has a bib and a pacifier. It's odd, but you know, mm -hmm. it's I. Who am I to kink shame? Uh, but I do know, and it's something that I I, I think about it often. Christmas is not always the easiest time for everybody, right? It it, it is. Um. It's a loaded time for many, many people, and I sometimes struggle with that myself. And I thought, before we go on to a happy topic of, you know, the Santa Clauses and whatnot, um, I was thinking of, of one of my favorite kind of 
Christmas is problematic quotes. Uh, and it is, of course, as everybody will predict, Harlan Ellison's quote. Um, but it's uh, this quote. Christmas is an awfulness that compares favorably with the Great London Plague and fire of 1665 to 1666. No one escapes the feelings of mortal dejection, inadequacy, frustration, loneliness, guilt, and pity. No one escapes feeling used by society, by religion, by friends and relatives, by the utterly artificial responsibilities of extending false greetings, sending banal cards, reciprocating unsolicited gifts, going to dull parties, putting up with acquaintances, acquaintances and family one avoids all the rest of the year, in short, of being brutalized by a holiday that has lost virtually all of its original meetings and has become a merchandising ploy for color TV set manufacturers and the ravagers of the woodlands. So if you're feeling that way this Christmas, don't worry, you're not alone. Go read some Harlan Elson. There, oh my that God, James. That help? Everybody feeling better now? If you don't, if at least you feel heard if you feel that way. On the flip side, if you don't feel that way, you can do something else. But I think one thing that we're going to do this year is I think last year we did the best Santas ever, right? Mm -hmm. So this year, are we going to flip it and do the worst Santas ever? I thought we were doing the best Santas ever this year. Hold on. Somebody obviously isn't paying attention to the chat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did this episode last year. <laughs> Oh my God! We don't remember what we did, and this wasn't last year. This would have been almost two years ago. It says one year ago on the post. So that's why I said we did it a year ago. No, well, two sixty one. What number are we on now? What episode is three hundred five? Yeah, that's yeah. So it'd be, be a year ago. Yeah, it'd be about a year ago. Uh, yeah. so, so let's split this then. Who are the worst Santas in in pop culture and film and whatnot? <laughs> Joe, could you spin that? <laughs> Yeah, I will spin that. Uh, um, God, you I, want me to start with one? I mean, I got, I've, I've got, I've actually got two. Well, bad actually, ones. I have, I have, I have a way to start this. Okay. Do you want me to? Do you mind if I start? Is this going to be another Harlan Nelson quote? Oh wait, that was me. Go ahead. No, <laughs> no. But when I was doing research on this episode, that's clearly changing as we as, as we go. It has evolved. What I found fascinating was one of the Santas that's on everybody's list is a movie I've actually never seen. Santa Claus the movie, the one with Dudley Moore, and it's David Huddleston played. I hate that movie. I have never seen it, Chad. It is on every single one of the lists I went to. And I was also shocked at how many of them had David, which it makes sense to me, but David Harbour and Violet Knight, which only came out last year, is on a lot of the lists. As, as well. the best Santa? Is one of the best Santas, yeah. Some of I them mean, he made my list. He, I, I thought he was. Uh, he, well, but the thing is, that's one of the more factually based. If you buy into the, or not buy into, if you're the historical Santa, uh, uh of of a, he, he's a redeemed soul. He's a redeem. I mean, and so he was a bad person, and yeah. I, I appreciate the fact that Violent Night leans into this idea that Santa wasn't always a saint right and there's, there's some history that backs that up but anyway go ahead. 
Anyway, I I've never seen that movie. Do I need to watch it? It no. was not. It was not a success. What? No, what it so? was boring. It's boring. Okay. Yeah, it, it really is. I did not enjoy it at all. Uh, I I liked it as a kid, and so as an adult, I was like, well, I'm gonna go back and watch it because I had fond memories of this, and I was like, I, I regretted every minute of it. It just is not. It's boring. It it it's two. It's an hour and a half, hour and forty minutes of just nothing. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Well, I was just curious because I have no recollection of it whatsoever. None. So anyway, who's up next, James? Uh, okay. Well, uh, not one of you. No, I mean, I the, my simple one is, I mean, if you want a terrible Santa, and it's one of my all-time favorite terrible Santas. And every episode that he pops up and it's great is is from Futurama. Robot Santa yeah. is hands down one of the bur- one of the uh, burst one of the best worst uh, terrible Santas because yeah, he but he's is... also one of my favorites. Oh yeah, yeah, he's one of my favorites too. What is it, Joe? So many stink lizards. So yeah. many stink lizards. Yeah, no, he is. Um... He he's just uh, he's a classic character, and if if you're watching Futurama still the new season, it gets even more complicated when you realize why he's evil, and who's actually, and it 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 always ties back together. It's one of the things that I do give Futurama is they do a great job of being self aware and everything mm-hmm. else, but there's Santa. And what's funny is I think it's even more relevant, and maybe it's because I work in higher education and we're confronting this now, but I think bad Santa becomes even more relevant when we think about AI and the very real discussions that are going around artificial intelligence and all that stuff. So to have a Santa that has been, quote-unquote, programmed to do this great thing but then becomes evil um, and judges everybody to be naughty is just a, a hilarious commentary in and of itself. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, and and there's I also love the fact that Futurama doubles down on Bad Santa because we also got the Hanukkah Zombie and Quanzabot, who are still good, by the way. Both of those are still good characters, uh, <laughs> though they do interact with Santa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he is one of the worst, but best Santas I think in in pop culture history is is Santa Bot, voiced by John Goodman, of course. Right. So. While we're talking about bad Santas, man, I'm, I'm having a tough time because most of my Santas are just really good Santas. None of uh, most of mine are, but I've got three bad ones. So right, I'm good. Where you go. All right. So, um, I think there is a Santa that's worse than than Santa Bot, and that is Larry Drake's Santa from All Through the House. Tell from all the crypt. The house, but I love crypt. him. 1972 baby written by fred decker and steve dodd there's a second writer on that he gets say he gets credit for it steve oh, and shit. i don't credit. know that i knew that but fred decker yeah 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 directed by robert zemeckis Bob zemeckis all through yep. the house i need to get did you bring that did you take that one home it's in the first yep. season yep you son of a bitch <laughs> well and- watching that later I can bring it back over. No, no, no. Keep it. It'll be fine till uh, the weekend when I'm just sitting here frantically trying not to shoot myself because yeah. I can't watch it. Even though I didn't think about it, you brought it up. I, he is just the epitome of awful Santas. I mean, he 
he his 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 even his appearance well yeah he's a in, he's a psych by the way chad yeah it never occurred to me i'm so sorry i'm putting this up uh something it never occurred to me he's mr he's dr giggles and that santa yeah well why did Thanks. that ever occur to me i have no idea <clears throat> he played so many serial killers he, he had he, so he, many stink lizards you you know he he was in dark man too he was Durant. Durant, yes. <laughs> By the way, and, and and you all know this, but that's not um, that that segment was pre Tales from the Crypt, the TV series. It's for, in Tales from the Crypt, the movie from nineteen seventy two. Oh yeah, yeah. No, um, I don't remember that. I remember Tales from the Crypt, but I don't remember that. I forget. Honestly, I forgot where, that it was in the movie where Joan Collins played the wife. Yeah. Uh, Martin Body was the husband, and then Oliver McGreevy was the maniac. Was Santa? He does not do. He doesn't um, do a good a job as Larry Drake. No, but that but Tales from the Crypt doesn't have Peter Cushing. So the original, the Tales from the Crypt movie, nineteen seventy two, uh, has Peter Cushing and was directed by Freddie Francis. Uh, so Freddie not... Bender? How did he stop playing playing country? Oh God, that's such a bad joke. All right. Uh, but if you haven't seen the original 1972, is that an amicus? It's not Hammer. It's amicus, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, amicus. Uh, if you've not seen the original, you really should see it. You're because right. and not taking away from Zemeckis and those later authors who updated it, but the original story is from uh, the Tales from the Crypt 1972 movie. And um, the uh, that was based on an actual story by William M. Gaines, who wrote for the right. original Tales from the Crypt comic. Yeah. So that story goes back to the original Tales from the Crypt EC comics. So I wanted to give credit where it was due, uh, which would be William M. Gaines and Al Feldstein were the two authors that wrote those. So just yeah, and, and if you're not familiar with Tales from the Crypt, it was an anthology show on HBO Max. Stop listening now. Yeah, it, oh, don't yeah. don't we need the hits, dude? It's one of the it's one of the most amazing shows that doesn't get that isn't on streaming for some reason. Um, and this is one of the first episodes. And uh, spo- just while uh, it's all about this woman who kills her husband because she's greedy and wants the money, um, and is trying but to get rid based of the body. On a true story. Yeah, is it? No, I don't. No, I was like, problem. what? I was like, did you just? I'm not in a good place, Chad. Yeah, no. Um, so uh, while she's trying to get rid of the body, uh, there's a mental patient who has escaped um, a hospital um, who's a, a, an axe murderer, uh, and he appears on her doorstep dressed as Santa. And it's all about her trying to evade this this crazy looking Santa who's just trying to hack her to death. Which mm-hmm. and the original plot. And by the way, if you want the full story of this, you'll have to go back and probably shell out some cash because the story first appeared. In Vault of Horror, not actually in Tales from the Crypt. So EC Comics yeah. had Vault of Horror, Tales from the Crypt. What was the other one? Because there was the the, the oh, Crypt Keeper, suspense, the Witch. Something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, Vault of Horror published March 1954, pre Comic Code. So when you can still have tons of violence. Uh, Vault of Horror, yeah, the March 1954 one, and um, uh, it, it was considered a sister publication to Tales from the Crypt. But it actually came about, if you want to go back even further, because um, 
Johnny Craig was the one that illustrated and wrote it originally, taking the cue from Gaines and Feldstein because he wanted to play with the idea of a killer sanotrope, which he borrowed from the 1942 poem, The Boy Who Laughed at Santa Claus, which was written by Ogden Nash. <laughs> I'm not making any of this up, folks. But if you look, and this I can't really show it. complicated. I can't show this. Well, I want to give credit where credit is due because everybody, well, not everybody, a lot of people knows the HBO series Tales from the Crypt, and they think right. it started there. But I wanted to give credit to the 1972 movie, and really, I also want to say this all came from comic books. And it is a cool story. Um, but yeah, so if you, if uh, there is a, I, I won't go into the full history, but I will give credit to the people who do a good job of breaking down this history. Um, a, a, a poster known as Johnny Metro, I don't know if this is his actual name. If you search, go to wickedhorror.com, which is a news website. Wicked horror? Horror. horror, horror. Oh, but anyway, he, there's a, you can just Google the story, Tales from the Cryptmas. Exploring every incarnation of and all through the house, because this story has been told multiple times in things linked to the original comics, through the HBO series, through the, um, as we've said, through everything else. I just wanted to give credit where credit was due. It is so a great story that has been repeated multiple times, but always with unique changes. Because one thing that's a little bit more clear in the 1972 movie is she's going to blame her husband's death on the maniac. She's framing mm -hmm. the maniac to make his sentencing worse. Mm -hmm. So it becomes even more of a comeuppance when she encounters the maniac. Like the, the fact is that she was going to make his sentence worse when he eventually gets caught by framing him, I think is an interesting uh, parallel. So anyway, go ahead. Sorry. I ruined everything. No, you just ruined Christmas. Oh, Christmas was already ruined. That's probably oh, you got one. Yeah, well, I might as far as actual bad Santas, and and depends on how you phrase it, right? Because we didn't actually talk about this. Are we talking about really evil Santas or bad? You know, just like this is a terrible Santa. Either one. The worst one is um, is from Silent Night, Deadly Night Four. Uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. I mean, a young boy witnesses uh, Santa kill his mom and dad, and then he dresses up as Santa, become an axe willing psycho. I need to go back and watch that. I don't remember anything about it. I don't really either. And I'm not trying to be sexist. All and, I ever and, remember is Linnea Quigley's boobs when she's getting impaled on the deer antlers. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's a famous scene. No, don't remember it. Well, it's famous for people who are straight. And which male. one is it? Which one is it where he comes back and he has he has a dome for a head at the top of his head and you can see I, his brain? The, I can't remember any of the sequels other than yeah. the one that's got Mickey Rooney in it. And it's weird. Mm. and he's spraying like uh, holy water on people or something i it, it's not they're not that great they're not great movies i can't overly recommend them i'm just saying if you're talking about really bad santas that's another one who's next james well i mean i could go a little bit on the nose and say uh bad santa uh yeah know. it's on a lot of lists if you look but, up bad santa but i actually can't argue why he actually becomes a much better Santa, right? He's a I mean, good Santa. He so he adapts well, in his own way. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, things happen. No, I but I, 
yeah, I, I struggle with this. I mean, there's tons of bad Santas. There's tons of movies or films mm-hmm. and plays and all that stuff that point out. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get controversial here for a second. I'm gonna make some people angry. You know who I think a bad Santa is? Who? Father Christmas from C.S. Lewis, uh, C.S. Lewis's The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Yeah. Shows up and gives them children weapons. Could stay behind and help fight the Wicked Queen. The yeah. Ice Queen, whatever it is. But no, goes here. You have this sword. You have this shield. All right then, kid. Then it's got to go. I have read the book. I have seen the old version, not the new version. I do not remember Santa Claus. Is it? No, I really didn't remember Santa Claus was in that at all. Really? He yeah. shows up. I mean, he's a he's a good looking Santa. That is so. How does this? How was this popular? I didn't realize Santa Claus was in it. Yeah, it was, he comes in like midway through the movie, right, James? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a bad movie. No, no, but it is. I always say about that. Wait, your father Christmas. You have connections to the spirit of the holiday, and you have this man, and you give children weapons and say, "You see's later to help kids." I'm out. <laughs> I mean, that's not that's not overly helpful. I mean, that's if you show up to a battle and you've got three underage people taking on literally the forces of evil. And you're like, all right, kids, uh, there's 14 M16s in this sack over here. I got I got to go. You are not helping the cause. <laughs> not on the level that you could. Go back, get some of them elves. Let's form a real army. Aslan <laughs> needs you. Yeah. Uh, now, I have a really bad Santa that nobody wanted to find. Is it Chad's turn or my turn? It's my turn, so okay, hold on go. to that one. Um I am going with the Santa from Christmas Story. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. He's a d bag. He is such an awful person, and he's slimy. And you know who's even worse? The damn elf. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I, I ne- so growing up, I never saw a mall Santa. I didn't know mall Santas were a thing until I was well into my like late teens, early twenties. Yeah. Um, so I was like, you didn't know malls existed. Yeah. I don't, that's not necessarily true. I just didn't know Santa resided in them. Right. Um, but yeah, no, just, just that whole scene. It, it sticks out like a sore thumb to me in a Christmas story. So it's not one of my favorite Christmas movies by far, but that scene, honestly, it, it's more iconic to me than any other scene in that movie. I okay, you don't like Christmas Vacation either. No, I, I, I like no, I like Christmas Story. It's just not one of my favorites. I do not like Christmas Vacation. I, I, I don't understand the appeal of it. I don't get that one. I don't think it's funny. I don't think there's much of a story to it. I just don't like. Well, no, it. there's not much of a story. I mean, he's just. I mean, it's a, yeah, yeah. It's a vacation movie. There's not yeah. much story to any of them. What, yeah, I so I, I just never. I never got onto that bandwagon like everybody else. And that's perfectly fine for everybody. It's just not my cup of tea. Um, but yeah, no, uh, but Christmas story again, it was, it's just not one of those ones that connected to me in any shape, way or form. But that one scene where that he's going to Santa and Santa and that elf are absolutely terrifying. I would never want to see Santa again. If I, if that, if I had that into that experience, but it didn't seem to affect Ralphie at all, mm. which I never got that. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that's my pick. What's yours, Joe? 
Well, mine is for actual Santas that are bad is 2010's Rare Exports. Yeah, that was on my list. I mean, it's a it's a Finnish film about these archaeological crew that discover the actual real Santa, and you don't want to mess with that motherfucker. <laughs> right? Right. Uh, and then he, he has, has all the, 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 the Santa, like, minions. Yeah, the, the it, dark elves or whatever they are. Yeah, the, but yeah, they I go mean, with, they, they, they act like mall Santas and it's terrifying. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad. And by the way, Chad, you're right. The Christmas story Santa shows up on several lists. <laughs> Just letting you know. All right. It's, it's iconic. It is iconic. Yeah. I mean, as being a terrible, terrible Santa, uh, I, I just, I can't think of one that's even worse than, than Christmas story Santa. Mm-mm. No. All right. James. James. You know, I'm going to go with one that I vaguely remembered and I had to look it up. So I haven't seen it recently because I didn't watch a lot of your, your silent night, deadly nights. My parents were pretty, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, sheltered. But there was, and some people actually consider this the best of the early, the 80s Christmas horror. I won't get into that because I haven't seen it in a while, but I do vaguely remember it. Because it's oddly sweet in some ways, though, though terrible. Because it is an R-rated horror film. Um, the original title of this was You Better Watch Out. It also was released under Christmas Evil. Uh, but it's about a, a a child that finds out and is heartbroken when he finds out Santa's not real. And he spends the rest of his life, he builds a toy factory, and he's doing all this stuff. He's obsessed with making sure kids are happy and all that stuff. And over time, though, he's greeted with cynicism. People mock him. People do it. So, of course, what happens? He has a nervous breakdown and it embarks on a yuletide killing spree. You, As one does. As one does. So, um, but even on IMDb, where you know a lot of Christmas horror doesn't fare necessarily well, it's got a five point five out of ten, so not great. And the cast is not one that you're going to know a ton of names from. Uh, there's a few names here and there, but I I do think it's one. It was originally directed and written by Lewis Jackson. So if you've never seen Better Watch Out, uh, you better watch out. AKA Christmas Evil. It was actually the last film directed um by uh by by, by Mr. Jackson. Uh it's not he one is for real. It's not one that a lot of people talk about because it is overshadowed by Silent Night, Deadly Night, uh Don't Open Till Christmas, things like that. But uh yeah, you should you should totally check out if you get a chance and can find it. Because I'm now sitting here going, I wonder where I can find it. Evidently, you can stream it if you have AMC Plus. Uh, Or Crackle or Plex. Mm. But it's it's a lesser known horror film. But it actually kind of, again, it's it's, if people would have just embraced the spirit of the season, he wouldn't have snapped. Because all he wants is for kids to actually have a good holiday and be able to maintain their belief. It's when he encounters the evil and cynicism around the holiday that he snaps and decides he's going to stop those who don't believe. Yeah. There okay. you go. Chad. <laughs> so in my wisdom, I didn't look up this gentleman uh, and I can't remember the character's name. And it's one of my favorite movies of all time. The drunk man dressed up as Santa and gremlins. <laughs> 
I mean, it's not awful. <laughs> he wants to fight. He wants to. He pee. Doesn't he pee on the side of a car at one point? Am I making that one up? I don't remember that. I could be making that one up. But yeah, he's just he, he. As the night progresses, he gets drunker and drunker, and the drunker he gets, the more awful he becomes. Yeah, and it was. It's one of those weird side characters in the movie that a lot of people forget about, honestly. <laughs> but he's dressed up as Santa, and he's at a holiday party, give you know, giving ki- kids presents, and he just keeps drinking and drinking and drinking. Are you Gremlins? Is this Gremlins? Isn't it? No. What am I thinking of? I don't know what you're thinking. I for a split second thought, what are you talking about? I've oh had to watch God. Gremlins four times the last few weeks. Guys, this Santa is only with running with the with the gremlin running on his back. This is what happens when you don't prepare. And uh Joe stole my last one and I was trying to come up with them. I was like, oh wait, so now what movie am I thinking of? I don't know. Do you want I me know, to go but ahead I'm while you... try to Google? Hold on, go let's, for I'm, it. Go for let's it. See if we can solve this mystery. While you're Googling it, I'm gonna go on a movie I've never seen, but I do love I love the actor. We're going to talk about a movie that has not only produced by Brett Ratner, but it has cameos by Fran Drescher and James Caan. We're talking Santa Slay with Bill Goldberg. Have either of you all ever seen it? Never seen it. Hmm. It's a horror comedy, and Bill Go- Slay as in S-L-A-Y, which means he's going to slay people. So I didn't, you want to hear it? So Anta is actually the son of Satan and was forbidden from killing humans thanks to a bet he lost with an angel 1,000 years ago. With the bet now over, it's time for some Christmas-themed mayhem to begin. I got to watch this, I guess, eventually. I don't know why I've never seen it. Yeah. I, don't get too excited. I was just looking for bad Santas. Yeah. I mean, he shows up in a lot of lists. Yeah. I okay. wish I could. I can't believe I made up a scene in Gremlins, one of my favorite yeah, movies. It doesn't exist. I'm not trying to be. I just have had to watch it so many is, times. Is that what you call a Mandela effect? No, I don't think you're in prison. <laughs> I think we're in prison now, but we're not. James, go. James, have you able to find it? Because I can't find it now. I don't know. I'm obsessed now, though. Because um, I just remember a scene. There's a guy at a, at a, at a Christmas party. Yeah. And he just gets progressively drunk and handing out presents. And now I'm, I'm, oh my God, James, go ahead. Um, I, I do want to say one of the, one of the best sentences that starts out terrible, but eventually becomes redeemed. Um, you, you kind of have to mention the Twilight Zone, right? Night oh, that's not who I thought you were going with. Oh, the bet. What do you know? Night of the Meek. That was one of my favorite picks last year. It's actually that story, even with the new one with Richard, uh, What's his face from Empty Nest from the 80s version? I love both of those movies, or both of those shows. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, I mean, I, I think that's because he's not a great Santa when he begins, he gets redeemed as the thing goes on. But no, I'm still sitting here trying to figure out, uh, I'm trying to think of what else. I, so, drunk Santa. Yeah, well, I I, let me argue that point. He's not a bad Santa. He's he's a sad man playing Santa who's given up on life. He's well, not. Yeah. Oh, guys, I remember. Yeah. It just hit me. I confused Gremlins with the ref. Uh, the ref. The ref. 
Those are very different films, Chad. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but they're very different films. Do you remember now that there's a drunk Santa no. and he comes into the he comes into the house and then he runs at Dennis Leary and Dennis Leary pops him right in the head and knocks him out cold? No. Oh my god, guys, why did I put that? Why did I put a whole subplot in the ref into Gremlins, guys? And I've seen know. Gremlins how many times? I, I have the poster know. on my wall. You haven't seen it enough. Oh, uh, to our fans, I apologize. And to Joe Dante, please accept my humble apology. You mean apology. to our fan? Yeah, to our fan. And Joe Dante, please come on our show and don't listen to this episode. <laughs> well, since we've done ruined this topic. Yeah, uh, the, re the ref Santa. The Santa from the ref. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, I, I, honestly, what are some of the, uh, you know, we, we've touched on this topic and we have actually repeated the flip side, I guess, of some of what we did last year. Oh, and by the way, I do want to point out the the worst Santa that we uh, had that had a redeeming end, uh, the Grinch. Why? Because he dressed up as he was Santa, and he came and stole all the presents and everything in Whoville. Yeah, I think we've I think we've done shod this horse. Yeah, I've got a question about that though. About the horse? Well, did did it have a beard and wear a red hat? Uh, no. I've got a question about the Grinch. Yeah. I, you ever wonder if the Grinch was framed? He didn't steal Christmas. That's the entire point. They still have Christmas with him doing. He's framed in that way. Um, well, he stole their gifts. Yeah, but that's Isn't not he? what Christmas is. Uh, it isn't? No. Well, son not. of a bitch. I had this happen last year. If there's three more fucking ghosts come through this house. <laughs> <laughs> if you would charge them rent, that's what happened. I well, was if they orphans would pay the rent, they wouldn't have to be cold, would they? By the way, though, you know, so uh, last year uh, we had this Christmas stuff going on. I don't know if you remember yes, that. Yes, that happens uh, every year. Uh, but but I was thinking, you know, maybe we should end this episode with, with some things that you can watch if you've watched all these other. If you've seen your Violent Nights and your It's a Wonderful Life and all that stuff. Um, what what are some films that people may or or shows that some people may have forgotten that maybe you should check out if you haven't seen? Because one I don't think anybody talks about anymore. That when it came out, I saw it in the theater. Nobody, nobody ever brings up Office Christmas Party anymore. I no. you know, I enjoyed that movie when I saw it in the theater. Is I did too. The reason is it because we is it? Well, I shouldn't say we. I had nothing to do with it. But is it because TJ, what's his face, got me tooed? But yeah, but I mean, does that undo Jennifer Aniston's work? I mean, are we punishing or everybody else in that? Or movie? Jason Bateman or yeah. Katie, uh, you know, or Kate McKinnon? Yeah, I mean, I, it's, it's the movie works. I enjoyed it. It's got a really strong cast, a lot of talent behind it. It actually has somewhat of a good message to it, but nobody talks about Office Christmas. No, Party. it was a big hit, too. I mean, it was a hit. Yeah, yeah. I mean it. So I, the, I and another one, by the way, it was on uh, only Apple Plus, but I actually give it credit for doing some things I didn't think it would do. Um, I'll give a little bit of credit to Spirited with uh, Will Ferrell and um, Van Wilder. I never watched like, it. Well, I, dude, it's not. Wait, is who in Van Wilder? I, I was just saying Van Wilder because I blanked on Ryan Reynolds' name. Why but can't you say remember Deadpool's name? Uh, it's it's Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell 
and it's basically a send up of Christmas Carol. Uh, of Christmas Carol, except it turns out they're a corporation and they have to do that every year. And they pick one person, they have to redeem them every year. And Tra- uh, Tracy Morgan's in it. It's a musical, right? It's a musical. I watch it with my kids. And the point being is Ryan Reynolds, the one, and they and and he realizes what's going on, and he he's not redeemable. He doesn't care. But then through a series of events, they you start to figure out why he doesn't care, and he becomes sympathetic, even though the fact, and it does have a, I won't even say it. It does have a quote unquote happy ending, but it's a tragic happy ending because for him to be redeemed, something terrible has to happen to him, and something hmm. terrible already has to happen to him. So it's a weird film because I watched it with my kids and we, I mean, they enjoyed it. My my kids love musicals, especially my eldest. But it's just a weird movie to recommend. Like, quite frankly, it's one of the ones that almost needs to come with a trigger warning. Uh, because spoilers, one of, like his, his life was shaped by the fact he lost family members to cancer and he, he couldn't stand up and do the right thing at the time because of the situation he was in. And because of that, he's lost his ability to deal with things. And so it's a really weird movie to recommend, though it is a Christmas movie. So much like The Ref deals with more or less a family that doesn't need to be together anymore, yeah. a husband and wife. But it's a weird movie to recommend for Christmas, but it's a good movie. Yep. So I didn't know if there's any more that y'all could think of, but I was just thinking nobody talks about Office Christmas Party anymore, and I remember enjoying it. No, I agree with you 100%. It's 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 a fun movie. I saw it at the Dollar Theater when that still existed. And it was it was a lot of fun, but you're right. I don't nobody talks about that anymore. As far as other Christmas things, I think we've done most of these stuff on on Bonehead before, but uh have you guys ever re- I remember recommending the gut real Ghostbusters Christmas where they steal the Christmas where they stop the Christmas oh, yeah. carol? Have we no, talked I about that on that. here before. Yeah, I referenced that one, yeah, in a previous uh, episode. There you go. That's all I got. <laughs> Any other Christmas specials? I was saying the other day, uh, you used to have the Pac-Man Christmas special. Worst, oh, well, the Alvin and the Chipmunks harmonica. I found that one because the kid got into the Chipmunks movie and he was not a fan of that. Is it because he doesn't like animation? No, I'd also <laughs> talk about the ALF one, but once again, we've talked about that on here. Yeah, no. Depressing Christmas specials. ALF tries, sees a girl who's dying. I, I did read an article, and I thought about you, Joe. It literally, the article was called "We Need to Bring Back Garfield's Christmas Special." I'm like, did it ever disappear? It, not in my house. Of course, I own the well, DVD. Well, and I think that's it. Though we don't Hashtag have Christmas physical specials. media. We don't have Christmas specials anymore, though. No, they don't exist. They don't. And that we were talking the guy like that prime runs, time. Yeah, the guy that runs the aftercare that my son's in after his school. For a couple hours till I can, till he or his mother can go pick him up, till I can, or his mother can pick him up. We were talking about this because they were watching Rudolph. And I'm only about, and it was the last day of school this past Tuesday. I get it. They don't watch TV, a lot of it, but I get it. And they were one like over here was Rudolph. They had hot chocolate for him. And I, it was nice to see it. And they're all in their PJs and it was cool. And I walked and went to sign him out. And he's such a nice guy. And well, he's always nice to me and my son. And I said to him, I said, only a third of these kids are watching Rudolph. And he goes, yeah, because they don't care because they all either don't understand. He said, we were talking about it. And he said, when it was you, when you and I, and I go, yeah, we're probably about the same age. I didn't ask him. You you got that shot. That was your one shot. And if you missed it, you didn't see it again until the next year. If it was Rudolph and Frosty. And now it's just streaming. 
Actually, yeah. I don't know if Rudolph's streaming or there's one of those that I, I can't remember if it's that or Frosty. There's actual problems. You have to buy it. Yeah. You have to pay to rent it or buy it because there's problems with them with the rights. Am I right about that? Yeah. I just read this about that. Yeah. I think it may be Frosty. Yeah, something with the music rights, right? Because yeah, it's, it's something uh, like that. It yeah. goes three different. Yeah, and you're absolutely. It's Frosty the Snowman, and it's because of the song, mm -hmm. and because the special is based on the song. And it goes like there's a couple of them. It's like nope, Paramount owns this shit. Nope, Warner Brothers owns this shit. When it comes to that, it goes Splinters. Like yeah, I own the special, but the music goes back this way, and then the song lyrics go that way. Which oddly enough is 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 uh, apropos of what we were talking about earlier. It's the issue with um, Tales from the Crypt, right? right. Mm -hmm. Because the puppet, the the crypt keeper, was not the crypt keeper from the comics. Because if it was, hey, that was EC. As long as you have Warren and uh, Warren Gaines and all, you can use that. But they created that version of the crypt keeper for the show. So it I'm gets not exactly for sure what the rights problem is on the Tales. That's the part of it because when they were going to, if for years, if you go back and look, they were going to relaunch it, and unless they got everybody back at the table to agree that they could use that character, they couldn't use that character. And there's a bunch of producers. All the big heavy producer directors of the time all had a stake in Tales from the Crypt. Richard Donner, Joel Silver, Robert Zemeckis, Walter Hill. <clears throat> that was a murderer's row of directors and producers of the 80s if you don't know who they are and they all had a stake and own tales from the crypt i don't yeah. know how that plays into it but i bet it's a bitch well i was you gonna know? say because i just remember reading about that that part of it was if they brought it back at one point they had negotiated but they couldn't finalize the crypt keeper and mm -hmm. then people were like would people come back without that crypt keeper because he's so beloved so yes i need to add next time john kassir is that is that um Scarface, I'll ask him, you know. All right, guys, we probably need to wipe this. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. We've done it. We're good. All right. And this, hey, really quick, for you all that have been listening to us, this is like episode 300 and blah, 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 blah. I want to say thank you so much. This has been a really tough year for me. I know it's been a really tough year for the other two. Well, the really, it's been a really tough year for a couple of years for James and Chad. But we really appreciate you tuning in all this time, listening to us. Thank you. We do it for you truthfully um, because we could just hang out and not record it but this actually gives us a chance to make us hang out because we both all live in different well, we all live in different places and we have kids and jobs and we but thank you so much have a wonderful hopefully you get some time off have a wonderful break send us presents we like presents we want to get free things i don't think i'm supposed to say this but once again fuck them three ghosts yeah in our next episode, we'll be talking about what we loved, uh, even though we all three had pretty rough years, we'll talk about what we loved the most uh, in 2023. Yeah, even though 2023 can suck the snotty at, well, you know the rest of it. <laughs> oh my it, god, what a shit hold, year. Hold on, let me do one of my favorite lines from a movie that also people stop talking about. You know, some people have happy stories about good times and noodle salad. Just nobody, nobody on, on this, this podcast. podcast. Thank you. I'm glad we both went with podcast. No, it's true, but kids are healthy. I'm healthy. James is healthy. Chad on the fence. But <laughs> cholera. <laughs> cholera. Thank you all so much. We do appreciate it. We love every one of you. So hopefully if you see us out in the convention next world next year, I know that we'll be doing a live bonehead show from, well, pretty sure we'll be doing a live bonehead show from Comic-Con coming this March. 
We want to see you there. Stop by. Thank you all so much. This has been Bonehead Weekly. Grrrr. <laughs>